Hallelujah. Father, in the name of the blessed Lord Jesus, we thank you. We honor you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. And thank you for your grace. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. At your right hand, are pleasures evermore. We thank you for the power and efficacy of your spoken word. We thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And even now, our hearts and our minds are open to receive your word in faith, in meekness, with great joy, with great excitement. Thank you, precious Father, for this second half of the year. We thank you because, Lord, you've prepared us for great achievements this second half of the year. We honor you. We glorify and we joy in you, God, our Savior and our Lord. We declare we'll leave you having heard from you. We'll leave you with divine ability to effect changes in our world. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Luke chapter 17, verse 12. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar, afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now, I want us to take note of this. Ten men that were lepers, they had a problem. The problem was they were lepers. And they saw Jesus. In him, they saw a solution. They saw a healer. They saw the Messiah. And look at their faith. It says they lifted up their voices. They prayed aloud. They cried aloud. Take note of that. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Next verse. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go shew yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. So Jesus gave them an instruction. He said, Go and show yourself to the priest. Now, this was a prophetic instruction, a very important instruction, and they responded. They had the right response. He said, go show yourself to the priest. Because in that day, when you have an illness such as, or a sickness such as leprosy, you would need to be certified. You would need to be, um, you need the priest to declare you healed. So Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. And they turned in faith. And they were going to show themselves to the priest. Then the Bible says, as they went. So they must have left the presence of Jesus and moved some distance. Then they noticed, it says, they were cleansed. Next verse. And one of them, one out of ten, when he saw, come on, praise God, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. 
Now, I want you to observe something. Observe how this account doesn't tell us about the actions of the other nine. The focus was not on whether they shouted or not. The focus was on the man who do, did two things. One, he made observations that things are not the way they used to be. Come on, amen. The man saw. He saw. He observed. He observed that he was healed. Then two, he recognized that this healing had a source. This healing started when he responded to the words of Jesus. Then he took action. He turned back to go to the man who said to him, go show yourself to the priest. Then the scripture said, with a loud voice. The prayer was with a loud voice. The thanksgiving was with a loud voice. You know, many years ago, we were in a meeting in Lagos, and pastor had called out for people to come to the altar to pray. And when they came out to the altar to pray, people were praying, you know, the way we pray, with so much intensity, and speaking and making requests. And when the prayer was done, pastor said, amen, you got your answer. And everybody turned and started walking back. The, the intensity of the prayer when we were asking was stronger than when pastor said the answer had been given. And pastor said, stop. When you came to pray, when you came to request, you prayed with a loud voice. How come when you said amen, you went away casually? And pastor said, no. If you prayed with a loud voice and God heard you, you should rejoice even louder because of what he's done. Come on, amen. The leper, this number one guy, this one out of ten, the ten asked with a loud voice. But this one also with a loud voice glorified God. In January, you started the year with great hopes. God gave you a word. This is July. Can you see? Take note of something. The man saw. Can you make observations that something has changed? Have you made observations that something had changed? That you are not where you were six months ago? Then if you saw it, because I believe that it was not only the one man who turned that saw but he was the one that responded rightly to what he saw. The other nine also observed because you see when he came to Jesus, Jesus asked a question. Jesus said, were there not 10 that were cleansed? That means the other nine also had the same result as this one, but he turned. Gratitude is the natural state of the truly spiritual minded. That means a man who is spiritually minded will always be full of thanks. He will always be full of thanksgiving. So this man made an observation, but the observation that he made was so clear to him 
His appreciation was complete to the point where his direction changed. His movement changed. He was going this way, but he turned. He turned. This month we are turning. Turning our attention from every need. Turning our attention from every lack. And turn our attention towards God in thanksgiving and in gratitude for the things that we can see. Come on, amen. The observations that we can make. The observations that we can make. Let's continue reading. He says, go back to 15, we'll read 15 into 16. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, when he saw that his business has moved, has taken off. When he saw that that pregnancy that they were expecting, now the wife is pregnant. When he saw that that new level you were expecting, that that new level has come. When you saw that that job, you know something, man, let me explain something to you. For man, man has a way to make common something that he has now that he didn't have before that he was praying about many years ago. Let me give you an example. I mean, you're there, you're praying, oh God, I need a pair of shoes. Oh God, I need a pair of shoes. Now, today, you have 20 pairs of shoes, but that's not the issue. The issue now is that you don't need a pair of shoes, you need a house. Then sometime in the future, God gives you the house. Then after a while, you say, oh, but it's a bungalow. I need a duplex. You know, there are those who are always, always procrastinating their heart of gratitude. What they wanted and believed for a miracle has now become common to them. But the one who is grateful will always, always remember that I'm not where I used to be and where I am now is as a result of God's grace. Look at his reaction. Let's look at his reaction. Get that scripture back. He says, he saw, he turned and with a loud voice with a loud voice, with a loud voice. That means this gratitude must have expression. With a loud voice, glorified God. Let's see how he glorified God. In the next verse, how did he glorify God? He said he fell down on his face at his feet. This expression can be described with one word, worship. He fell down on his face at his feet, at his feet. So say he met Jesus at this point. He got to this point, discovered that something had changed. He turned around. He went to the Lord. He fell down on his face. You know, on his, um, um, he fell down. Get that scripture back up. Get that scripture. Let's, let's look at this. He fell down. On his face, Jesus was standing, and the man fell prostrate. You know, that means he worshipped. Then look at how he did it. He did it by giving thanks. He did it by giving thanks. You give thanks when you acknowledge that what came to you came from somewhere. You know the person who is the source, and you do it unashamedly. He did this in public. This Thanksgiving was not done in some private quarters. 
This act of worship was not done in a private meeting. This act of worship was done on the road. Then look at the observation of the Lord. Get, get the scripture. It says, it says, and he was a Samaritan. How many of you observe in life the level of gratitude or the depth of gratitude you have is not as a result of how much you have. Let's look at human relations. You can help someone, give the person the most. I mean, train them through school, um, um, pay for their rent, do all that. The one you give the most is still looking at you with a sense of entitlement like, is this all you can do? Then there is someone else that you didn't even give anything material. Maybe it was a word you gave to them, but that word was enough. And they are thanking you, then you're wondering, what exactly did I do? Gratitude is not a function of how much you received. Gratitude is a function of your depth of understanding, recognition, appreciation of what you received. He says he was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. That means this one was not um, a Jew. The other nine, they may have been Jews. Let's look at the next verse, verse 17. And Jesus answered, and Jesus answering said, Were they not ten cleansed? I want you to take note of this. Jesus spoke to them at this point. Go show yourself to the priest. At the point when Jesus spoke to them, they were not cleansed. That means Jesus did not physically, did not physically witness their cleansing. Because the Bible says that it was as they went. So as they left him, not when they met him, the manifestation of their healing was not in his presence. But Jesus, when he spoke, he said, were they not ten cleansed? That means even though Jesus was not with them, at the point when the thing happened, Jesus knew that they got it. Who understands that? In Jesus' account, in Jesus' um, records, when he spoke, it happened. 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 He says, were there not ten? Then he says, but where are the nine? Where are the nine? Where are the nine? This is a question that angels are asking. Where are the nine? When we gave the word that this is the year of the gathering clouds, how many billions of people received the word? How many people have gone into their year and have been cleansed? Come on, praise God. That means whatever it is, the Lord said to you at the beginning of this year, when he said it, it happened. When he said it, it happened. And all you can do right now is start making the right observations. You know, observe the working of the Spirit of God in your heart, in your spirit. See how hopeful you are. See how lifted you are. You know, see the light of God's word that has been coming to your spirit. See the opportunities that we've had with the man of God and the word and the grace that has come to us in those words. 
and make the observation and say, I'm not where I used to be. Something has happened. Amen. Get the scripture back up. Gratitude will always bring you to a new level. Let's look at the next verse. Gratitude will always bring this to you. A heart of thanksgiving will always bring, 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 this, bring you to a new level. He says, they are not found that return to give glory to God. How do you give glory to God? By giving thanks. You know, you give glory to God by giving thanks. Then Jesus said, save this stranger. You know, next verse. And he said unto him, that means a place of gratitude is a place of the voice of God. A place of thanksgiving is a place of the voice of God. That means as you turn your heart toward the Lord, as you turn your spirit toward the Lord and you begin to give him thanks and you joy in his presence, you joy in his word, he will speak to you. You know, he will speak to you. Look at what he said to the man. He says to the man, arise, go thy way. Then he says, thy faith had made thee whole. That means when the man came to thank the Lord, it was an act of faith. Who understands? Maybe the other nine, some of them could have been saying, am I, am I sure this thing is real? Um, it, it, I'm cleansed, but am I sure? You know, how do I know that this will? Let me wait for the next two weeks. Let me wait for the next three weeks. If it does not um, get worse, then I'll go and look for him. But Jesus was on transit. How would you find him? When this man was thanking the Lord, the Lord recognized that this thing, this thanksgiving was an act of faith. Then he says, thy faith had made thee whole. There's a difference between healing and wholeness. In this instance, when the leprosy, when you are healed of leprosy, it means that the disease stops. You know, it means that that, that, that um, infection now ceases. But whatever damage that the infection brought will remain. Um, leprosy will get rid of the extremities. That means maybe the hand, the fingers will go off. So when you are healed, it means that it just stops, but the fingers don't grow back. But when you are, when you are made whole, it means nothing missing, nothing broken. That means whatever you lost by reason of that negative is restored back fully. So this man received the word. He says, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. When I begin to observe the changes that are already happening and I begin to thank God, the voice of the Lord comes to me. And now all of a sudden that voice will bring completeness. That voice will bring an assurance that my faith has produced wholeness. Come on, say amen. All right, Luke chapter, chapter 7, verse 36. Let's observe something here, another story. Jesus gave this parable, Luke chapter 7, verse 36. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And when he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet, and he went, all right, and behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she saw that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, next verse, and stood at his feet, behind him weeping 
I, I want you to observe um, different attitudes of gratitude. I want you to observe it. You know, imagine how your body, even your body, reports the level of appreciation that you have. Who understands what I'm saying? Let me give you an example. When you're raising children, you teach them to be grateful. So you give them stuff or you do stuff for them and a child can just come and say, um, um, mommy, thank you. They say, hey, come back here. Say it right. Because you know that thanksgiving is not just words that you utter. It's also in your attitude. The man that we saw, the man we, we saw, the one man who came back, Bible says he came shouting, then he fell to his face and he bowed at his feet. This woman, let's look at it. Good, good there. He said, this woman, she stood. She stood at his feet behind him, weeping. She was not kneeling, but it's like someone is standing. But you are full of, you, whatever it is that is doing you, you are in tears. So she is, now remember, the woman is someone else that wrote this account. Um, Luke wrote this. So someone observed her that she was weeping. Um, weeping and crying, they are not the same thing. Uh, weeping is crying at gear five. Who understands that? You know, it is, and she was weeping. Then she began to wash his feet with tears. Look at this display of gratitude. It comes through appreciation and did wipe them with the hairs on her head and kissed his feet. The question I want to ask you is this. What are your expressions of gratitude? What, I mean, this month of joy, as you begin to reflect first, the first six months of this year, what, 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 what are your expressions? What does it make you do? If we were to, to turn now and start giving thanks in praise to God, how do you do it? Lord, you did try. But, but you understand that um, I asked you for ten, ten things. I'm only seeing signs in one. I have not received any at all. But pastor said we should see, so I'm seeing. You know, that can be it. Or, look at this. Um, Elijah, when he was praying for rain, and he told the, the man, his um, servant, to look at the cloud. Three times he went to check the clouds, and he didn't find anything. Then he came back and said this. He didn't say, I saw a cloud. He said, I saw something. Who understands what I'm saying? I saw something that looks like the hand of a man. I saw something. Elijah didn't say, um, let's keep praying. When the cloud is full, let me know. Elijah said, that is all. It only takes a spark. Elijah got up and he started running. He started running. Bible says before he could get to the palace that there was such an outpouring. What are your attitudes of gratitude? Can you see the hand of a man is our year of gathering clouds. But while you're praying and you're watering your clouds, can you see something? Can you see something? Can you see anything? 
And don't just look physically. Look at the, the working of the word in your spirit. Look at the word, working of the word in your spirit. Look at what the spirit of God is doing in you. Come on, praise God. Gather scripture back up. He says, look at this. Look at this display of worship and affection. And did wipe them with the tears of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Look at the offering of worship. Look at what she was doing. The Bible says this alabaster oil was very expensive. But we, we, sometimes when we're, we're sharing the word, we, we always talk about the alabaster oil. But the breaking of the alabaster oil or the jar was only a physical representation of something deeper that was happening inside the spirit of that woman. Come on, who understands that? The woman inside, she had broken something. She had broken something. You see, if you, if you, uh, can, can I show you something? Um, Philip, Philip, Philemon, chapter, chapter 1, verse 6. Philemon has one chapter. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. All right, look at this. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the epignosis, the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. He didn't say that the communication of your faith may become effectual by what you receive. He says the communication of your faith may become effectual by the epignosis, the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. The leper saw. You need to acknowledge. You need to epignosis. Then look at this in the Amplified. Amplified opens it up and shows us something. Three stages, things that we must do. He says, I pray that the participation in and sharing of your faith may produce and promote full recognition and appreciation and understanding. So look at these three things. One, recognition. Two, appreciation. Three, understanding. You know, recognition. 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 Have you ever... Um, Decided not to recognize something or someone who is here with me. That means the thing is there. The person is there, but you have decided that um, I will not recognize you. Who is here with me? Uh, a, a wife and the husband, they are not, they are quarreling. So um, the, the, the man wakes up and the woman says, good morning. She, he says, mm. So he is, he is saying, I don't recognize you. I'm acting like you, you are not there. You know, um, maybe the man says something and they turn, get the attention to the woman and say, see, oh, is anybody talking? You know, I didn't hear anything. I don't think anybody is talking. So you are saying that I, I, I refuse to recognize you. Now, not recognizing something doesn't mean the thing is not there. 
but it means that I will not recognize it. Who understands that? Then the next thing is appreciation. Let's, let's use a natural example. Art. You see maybe an abstract painting and you go to a gallery and you see someone standing in front of, a, of a, um, an abstract painting and he stands and he's looking at it. For 30 minutes he's looking at it. Maybe he's your friend, he took you to the gallery and you are wondering what are you staring at? He says, just look at it. Look at it. They say, what am I seeing? I'm just seeing some... He said, no, look at this. This describes peace. You say, for where? Which part? Then, while you're talking, he calls the attendant and says, I, I want this piece. Then the attendant said, okay, um, this piece is just $50,000. Then you're wondering, is it the whole building? Then he says, oh, $50,000, I'll pay. Then you're there scratching your head to understand what in the world, how, how are you paying? He says, look, let me tell you something. I know somebody at Rumodara that will paint this thing for you. And you pay him 5,000 naira and you go. Who understands what I'm saying? Then the guy says, no, 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 no. It's not just the painting. Let's look at um, the technique in the painting. You say, with tech, tech what? They say, this, this artist, his works, say, if I buy this thing $50,000 $50, in about two years, three years, I'll sell it for $200,000. You say, see, this thing you are saying is stories. Why? Because there is no appreciation. Have you seen someone who says, I'm born again, but, um, you know, when I was not born again, I was not really bad. I wasn't really, really bad. You know, I was a good person, but only that I was not born again. But, but you know, I got born again, praise God. So he, he thinks that um, your salvation is determined by how bad you were. So he's thinking that really, I, I didn't really need to be born again. I just took the label because I've, I've always been good. I just needed the label. So when I came to Christ Embassy and they started talking about born again, I said, okay, now that's the label. I've been like this. Give me the label. Put it on me. Then someone else says, no, I was lost. Like Paul would say, he says, I was the greatest of all sinners. But how do you measure one sin higher than the other? It's a function of appreciation. What you don't recognize you will not appreciate. What you don't appreciate, you will not understand. What you don't understand, you stand the chance of losing. Uh, can, you can write that down. What you don't recognize, you will not appreciate. What you don't appreciate, you will not understand. What you don't understand, you definitely will lose. Scripture says in the parable of the sower, he says, the word of God was sown by the wayside. He says, the birds of the air came and stole the word from their heart. You know, every time I read that scripture, I'm always moved because he says, he stole the word from their heart. I, and I think to myself, the word got to the heart? Scripture says, yes, it did. I, I thought if it gets to the heart, it can be taken. He says, no, it got to your heart and the devil stole it. He stole it. And the scripture, the scripture tells us why. 
He says, these are they who received the word. They receive it in their heart. Then he says, because they did not have understanding. Because they did not have understanding. He says, they lost it. The enemy was able to steal it. No wonder the wise man said, he says, get wisdom. Then he says, in all thy getting, get understanding. Get understanding. But it starts first from recognizing, acknowledging, saying that, hey, this is the meat of the year. I recognize that God has been gracious to me. I recognize that God has been kind to me. I recognize that this and this and this and this and this that's happened is because of the operation of the grace of God, of the spirit of God, of the blessing of God upon my life. Then suddenly you, you, you are, you begin to appreciate, you know, you begin to appreciate, you know, something happened to me recently or I'm, I'm working on something and I'm just thinking about a decision I made about three years ago on that project. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm saying, oh Lord, I'm so thankful. Thank you for helping me do this three years ago. That action that I took three years ago, oh, oh, I'm thinking of it and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful. I, and I'm like, I'm thinking, even yesterday, I was telling myself, oh, I'm so grateful. But there's someone else who will say, ah, if I, if I was to tell you what it is in details, say, is that, is that it? Is that all? I, I could have made the same decision under the same situation. No, no, no. Some people made a decision and turned left. You know, they turned left. They turned left. Sometimes I think back and I'm like, Father, thank you for bringing your word to me as a young person. Thank you for helping me. Helping me. I meet some people right now. You just imagine someone, you're approaching 50 and you are still trying to find your footing. You are still trying to find, you know, your place. And I'm thanking God and saying, thank you for bringing your word early. Thank you for bringing your word early. There's, you may be here and you're, you're saying to yourself, um, I'm expecting something, I'm expecting that thing. But you have not observed that your children don't go to the hospital. You have not observed it. You may be thinking about um, school fees you need to pay. But you've not observed that you have not been paying some bills. That God's grace has taken away certain things from you. Then go in deep appreciation. Deep appreciation to say, Thank you for the dominion of your word in my life. Thank you for helping me understand. Thank you. Have, you. have you thought about what life could have been if the lie of the enemy in 2020 had his way? Who understands what I'm saying? Have you thought about it? Did you, did you watch the videos Pastor showed us on the first day of the Global Day of Prayer, in the first or second day, of the, the, the athletes, who understand my point? That's the tennis players that were falling like and re retiring. Now, look at you. you don't, the last time you exercised for 10 minutes was when you were in primary school. No, you didn't hear what I just said now. You are not necessarily the exercise freak, but you are well. You are moving. But someone who had dedicated 20 years of their life
in, in that profession, just one decision that may be as a result of darkness. That means they didn't even know at all. And they just said, give me the job. And all of a sudden, a career stops. Life pauses. And who knows all the other attendant problems that could come to them in their family. But God saved you from all that. Just by, just, just by helping you hear the word, and not just hear the word, believe the word. That you heard it and believe it. You know, when you stand in appreciation that way, then you begin to understand God's choice. You begin to understand because when you, when you begin to appreciate it, you're thinking, what did I do to deserve this? And you find out that there's nothing really you can point at. There's nothing really. It was God's choice. It was predestination working in you. You know, it was God's grace that selected you. Like he said in John, he says, I chose you, you didn't choose me. Then he says, I ordained you that you may bring forth fruit and that your fruit would remain. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. You know, think about it. This month, as we joy in the spirit, as we take time out, praying in tongues, you know, Bible says, be, be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess. Ephesians chapter 5, from verse 18, he says, do not be drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be drunk in the spirit, intoxicated in the spirit. Stay filled with the Spirit. Then he says, speaking to yourselves in psalms, in hymns, spiritual songs. You know, as you take out time to joy in the Spirit, as you take a time to recognize what God is doing, you know, have, have you thought about it? That God could use you to bring salvation to someone else? That you preached the gospel and someone believed? Do you know what that is? That you are part of God's grand design? part of God's grand design that he could call, count, count you faithful putting you in the ministry then you begin to appreciate deeply what this means and as you come to understand it, you know now that this mindset is really set nothing can take you away from it listen as you thank God and you joy in the Lord this month one of the things we already saw is that his voice will come to you. He will speak to you. You know, he will speak to you. He will speak to you. And whatever he says to you will produce wholeness. You know, will produce wholeness. Stand to your feet right now and pray in the Spirit. Go ahead right now, pray in the Spirit. <laughs>